morning to everybody. This is Brother Tom Ritz. Been saved about 45 years, a little better. Thanking God that he had mercy on me. Amen. Has blessed me continually for all these years. He's been good, good, good to me. I have a scripture here that I'm going to read this morning. Romans 4th chapter, starting at the 5th verse. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness, even as David described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they. Here's a scripture to remember. Verse 7, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Verse 8, Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. And we're thanking God that he has had mercy on us and hasn't imputed our sins to us but he bare them on the cross and we got, we got converted, got baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Our sins were remitted, forgotten. God filled us with the Holy Ghost and now we're on the road of righteousness until the day that we either go out of here and go to the grave and wait for the Lord or he comes. Amen. And it's a blessed walk. It's something that is not to be shunned because there's going to be multitudes that goes to the lake of fire simply because they didn't do anything about their past sinful life. They just lived in it and reveled in it like I did. And so God has given us a space of time where he has made it possible for us to come into the church, be clean and holy and upright before him. Amen. And uh, want to remember that scripture. Who's blessed? It's those that knows God. It's those that uh, the Lord has called and they obeyed his call. I'm going to go for just a few minutes to Acts the 10th chapter. And uh, going to <clears throat> verse 1 through 5. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him, saying unto him, Cornelius. When he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? He said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. How many people today has that witness of God Almighty that their prayers are like that. Mm. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. And then going over, <clears throat> to make a long story short, this man sent for 
the apostle Peter to come to him. The next day, those uh, the, uh, Cornelius had sent three men with him to Peter, and they got there the next day, asked for Peter, and Peter came down to them. And he said, how come you come over here? He said, and they told Peter, said, a man by the name of uh, yeah, Cornelius sent us over here to bring you back. God warned him and told him to have you come and tell him what he must do. Hmm. And here's a thing about this I noticed that Cornelius was a man that if you've seen him, his manner of life and everything, you say he don't need anything more. He's yeah. ready to go. Sure. But God knowed, and God knowed the gospel that he sent and that he ordained that everyone has to be a partaker of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ to have eternal life and then once he gets born again he's got to live the life from then on to be ready bear fruit mm. and so this is what we're preaching to you this morning is how to get in the church and to stay in the church Amen. and so <clears throat> and <clears throat> Let me see what else. Are. Nine and twenty-nine and twenty. Let me find that. Where's that at? That going it up lost it. <laughs> Make a long story short. Peter went with them, come back to Caesarea, and was a preaching to uh, this man. <clears throat> the three that they sent to him, uh, verse twenty-four of ten. On the morrow after they entered into Caesarea. And Cornelius waited for them and had called together his kinsmen and near friends. Okay, mm. this is where Peter went with these three men. And they had come to Caesarea to Cornelius. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. Mm. This was something even as good a man as he was did not realize you did not fall down and worship somebody else <laughs> other than Jesus Christ. Right. Christ is the only one we worship. Amen. But Peter took him up saying, Stand up, I myself also am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. This Cornelius had called people together to come and hear the gospel. He was a wise man. And he said unto them, You know how that is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. But God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying as soon as I was sent for. I ask therefore for what intent you have sent for me. Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. At the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard. Thine alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. 
when you're doing right, even if you're not in the church, you're doing right as much as you know. God knows where you're at. He knows Mm. the thoughts and the intents of our hearts. He will work with you. He will bring you to salvation. He wants all men to come to salvation. But all men not going to come to salvation because they won't obey the truth. Many of them won't even go to church of any kind. They love that wicked life out there in the world. I remember when I was out there, I loved the ungodliness I was living in. But one day when I went to church and heard the truth, God got a hold of me and changed me. I had the bright idea. I'd do what I wanted to until I was about 35 or 40 years old. And then I would get into church <laughs> not knowing whether I'd even lived that long or not. And so that's my situation there. But verse 29, uh, going down to 31, and and this man in the vision said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard. Thine alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa and call Simon, whose surname is Peter, He is lodged in the house of one Simon, a tanner by seaside, who, when he cometh, shall speak unto thee. And he said, Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, and thou hast well done. Thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. This is right here I want to bring to your attention. There are things commanded of God that if we want to be in the first resurrection when Christ shows up for the church, we have to do those things. It's not a matter of, well, I believe this or I believe that. I remember when I was a boy, I seen a lot of that in interdenominational churches and in the Presbyterian church where I was raised. They One lady in there, she used to... <laughs> She was not sure of herself. She would say, well, I'm not sure. They might be right and I might be wrong. Hmm. Maybe I'm saved and maybe I ain't. Wow. The woman didn't know. This, this testimony I actually heard out of her mouth. Hmm. And so it's, you don't have to be in that condition. You can know for a certain Amen. that you're in the church. Amen. You don't have to doubt about it. Because the scriptures that God has left us and the ministers he has ordained to preach this gospel to us, they're faithful, they don't fail, they serve God, and they give you the gospel. You can know whether you're saved or not. And so immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, and thou hast well done, thou art come. Now, therefore, we're all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded you of God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive God is no respecter of persons. When those three men first got there where Peter was at, at Joppa, Peter didn't want to go with them. Peter told the Lord, he said, Nothing common or unclean has ever entered into my mouth. Lord said, what I've call, uh, cleansed, don't you call it common. Yeah. And so Peter went ahead, listened to the Lord, obeyed the Lord. 
Verse 35, but in every nation, he that feareth him, that's God, that's worketh right. righteousness, is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word I say you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all these things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. You better give God thanks every day that Christ took our sins, bare them in his body, Amen. hung on the tree for us, or there wouldn't be none of us saved. Right but now, through Christ's sacrifice, yes. through his resurrection from the dead, sending back the Holy Ghost, we have power, we have life through the Spirit and the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. Mm. He commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify it is he which ordained of God to be judge of the quick and the dead. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name mm -hmm. whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. In the book of Matthew, John, I forget which one. I know in Matthew it said, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. But you get in the 17th chapter of St. John. Paul had the, Jesus had the 12 apostles with him, and he had declared the Father's name unto him, mm -hmm. unto them, he declared his name unto them, told them that I am come in my Father's name, mm -hmm. and told them when the Holy Ghost come, he was going to come in his name. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. why the Scripture says there's one Lord, yeah. one faith, and one baptism. Mm -hmm. Matthew, the Apostle Matthew was right there with Peter the day Jesus preached to him. And Matthew was not going against Peter, what Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. But Matthew was right there on the day of Pentecost, never said, wait a minute, Peter, that ain't what Jesus said. Yeah. Matthew was in agreement with him. All 12 apostles was in agreement what it took to be saved. Amen. Because when Peter had preached to the Jews, then the Jews seen what they had done and the case they was in. Mm -hmm. And the question had come to their mind, what we're going to do? Amen. Mm -hmm. So they asked Peter, men and brethren, what shall we do? And that's when Peter preached and told them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost just talked to you in verse 43. 
water baptism, verse 44, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. They were, they were astonished just as bad as Peter was. As many as came with Peter because of, on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. And here's so many people. They say, oh, it's not necessary to speak with tongues. When you get the Holy Ghost, you will speak in another language Amen. just as they did on the day of Pentecost. Yeah, sure. And here's what it says after verse 45, verse 46. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Nobody said a thing. <laughs> they know the work of God. They know they had to keep their mouth shut. They received God's work with joy and gladness. Amen. And so did those Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Because when they heard, when those Gentiles heard the word, and remember what I read to you about Cornelius. That man had a life that looked like he was all right. Mm -hmm. He was ready for the appearing of Jesus Christ. Amen. These scriptures are written. God had these scriptures written so that you can know the truth yes. and the truth will set you free Amen. from tradition, from false religion. That's why God has Amen. ordained the ministers, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for bringing in souls into the church and the perfecting of the saints. Right. That's what the ministry is for. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Mm. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. So Peter fulfilled what he was supposed to fulfill that day. Cornelius fulfilled what he was supposed to do that day. And he was blessed of God. Mm. Went on. Now he had eternal life. <laughs> he just didn't have a good looking life. Yeah. So he, he had a saved life, a yeah. sanctified Amen. life Amen. through the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ and the name of Jesus Christ. He was born of water and of the spirit. And that's what's going to bring every believer that is going to be saved. He's going to come that way. Amen. We see the Jews, for the most part, as a nation, they got cut off. Mm -hmm. But there's a time coming when God is going to call them back yes. in and they are going to have to be born of water Amen. and of the Spirit Amen. just like we are today. Amen. God bless you and may you keep your ears open. Search the scriptures as, as they are preached to you. If you seek to please God like Cornelius did, God will let you see. He'll give you preachers. Yeah. He'll let you understand the scriptures. Yeah. You, you'll come to the place where you know what is true and what is false. Yeah. God bless you and God keep you on your way. If you've not been born again, you keep serving God until you get born of water and of the Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God. You want to add on there, Brother Woods? Well, I've, I've listened to uh, Brother Woods over a period.
period of time, his personal testimony is so great and moving. And I kind of like to hear how God brought you through the process. Yeah. He brought you to Holy. Yeah. I was a booger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, always believed in God. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just didn't search. Mm -hmm. I don't know I guess. When I get 35, 40 years mm -hmm. old, I'll get mm -hmm. Didn't work that way. Didn't work that <laughs> way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you did this mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. you did. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, it's really a blessing to sit amongst the brethren and have fellowship. <clears throat> when when I wasn't saved, I thought I had fellowship. thought I had friends and mm -hmm. was enjoying the highlight. Was uh, I was yeah. really enjoying the highlight. And uh, there was something that was moving within me that I didn't really understand. But I was seeking God, and uh, I think I, you know, we talked about it on this broadcast, Brother Sam, how I had a bunch of books. I was studying Catholicism, looking at the Quran, looking at the Bible, uh, even looking at Neanderthal man, just the origins of where what mankind, uh, where he where he is and where he was and what he was capable of doing. I just didn't know kind of put it all together. They had testimonies from a <clears throat> man at that time, like uh, I think he was a Korean. It was very it was very famous. Called Doctor Sun and Moon. He had wrote a, a thesis on about his life as being a persecuted Christian and, mm -hmm. and prisons and what have you. And I thought and I've looked at a lot of different avenues. I'd seen people at holiness, so to speak, but it was their walk that was uh, kind of, uh, to me, that wasn't what indicative of holiness should be. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that's very important when you say with the Holy Ghost that enables us to live a consistent holy life. I know we yeah. make mistakes, but we're, we, we, we're perfected through daily walk with God. Yeah. But I had, I had, had all these books, I piled high and everything, and I'm still scratching my head, and I'm looking to see what is it? But with all it, it's just like it is today. Everybody's got a theory about what this book is or what it is not. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talk about the truth of God can never be changed, no matter what. I mean, we try to put our, hu our own human understanding into that equation. It's going to come out wrong every time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the only thing that really impressed me, and I made the statement, it, was, um, it wasn't a prophetic statement, but it was a statement of kind about this book and the fact that men that they had messed with it and changed it and changed the wording now not being uh, able to read he read uh, hebrew you know what i mean just uh, every common day man well, where are we lying we're, we're we're at the mercy of people to explain it for us and things we don't understand you know mm -hmm. people could take advantage of it because of their knowledge sure. yeah. but god looks on that heart and yeah. that's what this scripture contains the word of god Pricks that heart. I mean, if you're really searching like Cornelius and a lot of us that were, you know, before the Lord filled us, yeah. there's a certain thing that opens up to God to where he can start to draw you. And loving kindness has he drawn us. Yeah. A broken and contrite heart in no wise that will he despise. Seeking after God. Cornelius being a good man. I wasn't a good man. And I was a terrible person at that time. But God was really drawing us. We had to be careful. And I didn't hear a preach word, but I saw lies that were supposed to be sanctified to God. Mm. But in spite of some of the things that I've seen and had seen at that time, God knows the intent of what he wants to do with us. Right. And brothers, he drew, <coughs> he drew me from a life to where I wasn't running scared. I wasn't really afraid of anything, but he had mercy on me and kept dealing with me and drawing me, drawing me. And then this, this, this holy word of God, I made the statement 
to a, a bunch of friends of mine. I said, I don't care what mankind could do. If there is a God mm-hmm. that is going to save us, there's, there's nothing you can do to change the word of God yeah. and to make it of none effect. I says, if everything is, is, is so twisted and everything, I said, if, if he's God, there's got to be an element of truth. Mm-hmm. And I said, from one cover to the other, from Genesis to Revelation, and little did I know without understanding Scripture, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, <laughs> and forever. There's mm-hmm. nothing I found out that anybody on the face of the in the world can do to negate the truth of God's word. Yeah. It'll be it's true now, it's true back then, it's true, mm-hmm. be true throughout mm-hmm. eternity. Amen. Yeah. And these things I know that when he draws you, he can keep you if you want to be kept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the word of God is a powerful when he said he, Christ said he's going to send back the Holy Ghost or the Comforter. There was one come alongside to help, to help us walk Amen. in his ways because yeah. his ways are not our ways or mm-hmm. his thoughts are our thoughts. Mm-hmm. High, you know, the, the, as far as the heavens is high above the yeah. earth, is his ways above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts. We can't comprehend God mm-hmm. because he's greater than anything we could ever imagine, but he can keep us. He can keep uh, an individual like me as crazy and mean as I was. Yeah. I was definitely on my way to the devil's hell yeah. Uh, probably by way of the prison or the grave that mm. God had in it. Mm. So the miraculous changing of a person's life, God changes that life. He takes that life and makes it his own and changes us from the inside out. If we are renewed daily and we walk in God and we live him in him, we live and move and have our being, we're special. There's a, a whole lot of scriptures that people are trying to negate that when you get saved, you see. Mm-hmm. that every bit of it's true mm-hmm. amen i uh i noticed as you're reading this story uh several things stuck out to me one of them being that uh, neither peter nor cornelius knew what was going to happen ahead of time oh. or at least they didn't realize uh peter uh, he heard the the um word of jesus when he was here saying you'll be witnesses unto me in jerusalem judea samaria the uttermost part of the earth but as i've done some study myself i think a lot of their context was to the lost tribes of Israel, in their minds, they were oh, thinking totally. we were gonna oh. we're gonna go outreach throughout the world to God's people, and then this is the first time he really grasped. He's like, "Wait a minute, yeah. it's to everyone, everyone," yeah. and that's a beautiful see. thing. Beautiful. But you see the light bulb go on for him, you know, <laughs> yeah. following the Holy Ghost. But then you see Cornelius on the other side; he was doing what he thought was right, and he was following God. But then God said, "All right, I'm gonna bring you some more truth. I'm gonna bring you a little more Amen. light. I'm gonna meet you up." with my preacher, as you mentioned, you know, the Amen. one who has the truth. And you see how the Holy Spirit orchestrates the whole thing and how important it is to to listen, to be aware of what God is doing, of where he's leading us. I, I noticed that um, he says, uh, go to the house of Simon the Tanner. And in verse 33, it says, immediately, therefore, I sent to thee. And that is imperative. Yeah. When you hear the word of the Lord, when God convicts you, when God sends you a message, I mean, obviously, he sent him a very strong, a guy shows up, an angel, you know, to him. But when God speaks to you, we have to respond immediately. Because you don't know what appointment you might be missing if you don't. If he hadn't set up and gone over there, we don't know what might have happened if if, if he'd said, all right, Peter, move on. You know, he wasn't interested. He He was too busy trying to figure it out. He was too busy rationalizing. He was too busy thinking, no, I'll just keep doing things my way. But because he responded immediately... Everything was in place and everything was in motion for that to happen. It was a beautiful, beautiful appointment of God. And uh, I remember the first night when I heard the truth 
about being baptized in Jesus name. And that's what I went forward to and Bishop shared it, you know, it, it, he thought it was funny, but to me, I was just like, that's just, you know, that was my heart was immediately. I, I was like, well, I felt the conviction of the Holy ghost right. and I knew what he preached. So I was like, so when can we make this happen? We need, I need to obey right away. If, right. if this is God, I have Beautiful. to obey right away. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, that's what God's looking for is that, that obedience, that willingness to serve, that willingness to move forward. Um, it, it takes me back to the scripture where it says, uh, today is the day of salvation. Yeah. If you're hearing this message, if you're listening to this recording, whenever you're listening to it, if you're listening to us live today, uh, September, what is it, the 7th, yeah. or whether you're listening to it later on, you know, five months, a year down the road, if you're hearing this message for the first time, or even the second or third time, today is the day of salvation. Now is the time for you to respond to the word of the Lord. And I mean, you know, just case in point, when you get when you get a phone call, right? When you hear when you hear the phone ringing, when you hear something, you know, the signal, you respond, right? You don't. If you want to answer, if you see, if you pick it up, and on the caller ID, it's God who's the one calling. You want to pick up that call, right? You want to answer that call right away. Um, and too often, you know, we hear we hear God. It maybe it's still a small voice. Maybe it's a strong message, like like Cornelius got. And we think, well, okay, okay, God, but I'll deal with that tomorrow. I got something else going on. And Jesus said to those, you know, who would turn back at the plow or who would say, well, God, I'll, I'll follow oh, you, but I got to go bury someone. I got to go do, mm-hmm. you know, things that are important to us. And he said, but you're not worthy of my kingdom if that's more important God to Almighty. you than I am. If when I call, when I reach out to you, when my voice comes through in whatever way and says, today's the day of salvation, repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. And you're like, well... Let me think about it. God said, Jesus himself said, well, you're not worthy. If you're not going to follow through, if you're not going to follow after me, if you're not going to respond, mm. then you know he'll find someone else. He'll find someone else because he's going to keep sowing the seed no matter what. But it's up to us to actually respond and to, and to um, follow through with what God's there asking go. us to. I know uh, Bishop has alluded to any time, uh, many are called, yeah. few are chosen. Yeah. The difference in that would be the choice that you're thinking about as you're talking uh Rivers of living water springing forth. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness, he Amen. shall be filled. Amen. And that hunger and that thirst, I'm experiencing, brothers, it has to be a continual yeah. hunger and thirsting for yeah. the word. Yeah. Because that's the only refreshing, that's the only fulfilling thing that will satisfy that need for that soul is the word of God. Right. But to access that that privilege and that power. Is only through the gift of giving, receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's no other way. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You ain't got the Holy Ghost back, but you ain't got the gospel. Right. Right. You got to read it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, he said it. You're Catholic. Mm-hmm. There's one way. One way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the Hallelujah. life. Yeah. And you say that over and over again. Mark read a passage the other day uh, from Zechariah where he said there was one on the throne. And uh, you see that over and over again. There is one God, there's one Lord, there's one faith. God is a very singular God. There is no other avenue. There's oh. no alternative way. There's no oh, yes. there's no extra credit, right? I, oh, there's no yes. grading on a curve. It's just Jesus and what he said. Amen. Amen. It all works together. I mean, there, here is um, the Holy Ghost is unfathomable in knowledge. I mean, as far as we, we would never be able to. In, in, in eternity, it's going to take eternity even to scrape the surface of but the fact of it is that that knowledge that the Holy Ghost gives us to overcome our flesh, mm. that need that we walk in the beauty of holiness, that's that's so important. 
And uh, even as we walk with God, we had to be attuned and be humble as he was right. to really keep accessing for that for that rivers of living water to, to flow continually, that refreshing that we need every day. Mm-hmm. His mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that those 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 this word is still flowing, life is still going, and it's being put in us and we see the manifestation of the works of the fruit the fruit of the spirits that we bear. And Amen. it's a beautiful thing. Amen. Yeah. Thing of blue down. Wet's coming up. Dry sure come up. Yes. Yeah. You get when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You got a new mind. Yep. Yeah. Amen. See, See. your spirit's been born of See. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Old carnal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amen. And if you do let carnality that way and you die that way, it'd been better you never knew the way of the mm. That's the truth. That's the, the word. The book that tells us That's in the New word. Testament. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Hebrews. Oh, wow. Punish. Sure. And there and get that. My Lord. Mm. Down mm. folks to his elders. The elders never say a word. They're like, now mm. think after your elders know the block. He obeyed it. Already had the Holy Ghost. All right. Amen. And God <clears throat> had started a church. And oh. He wasn't going to do it. The Lord spoke. To do it here. You're not. <laughs> So he went and started in a little church. God My blessed him out on Highway 50, goes down the he Beautiful big That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. He started in a little That's what I'm talking about. Converted. Powerful. Very powerful. Well, brothers, I'm so privileged and so thankful to have both of you on today, uh, Brother Tom Ritz and uh, Brother Woods. It's uh, it's always wonderful to have fellowship with the body, um, but I, I do count these times when we're recording as special because, yeah. as we've mentioned, you kind of get to push everything away for a minute and just kind of yeah. sequester yeah. and just Amen. just sharing what the Lord has. Did either of you have anything you wanted to add before we wrap up? <sighs> all right. Well, I, I, I appreciate all of you uh, joining us today who are listening in, those of us who are watching live, as well as those who are listening to this after the fact. Uh, this is At A Church Radio, of course, a ministry of Antioch the Apostolic Church. And uh, we've got so much going on. I can't even remember it all at the moment. <laughs> but we've uh, we've got a lot going on here at our East Campus, which is at East 10th Street, um, 11140 uh, East 10th Street. And then we also have our new South Campus that just opened up. And uh, that is at 2415 uh, Main Street in Beach Grove. And we'd love for you to come visit with us. Uh, you can check out our website, atachurch.org. That's atachurch.org to see the latest. And uh, we'll, we'll keep that updated as best we can. And then, of course, our Facebook page. You can look us up at a church there. Uh, but we're so so glad, so grateful that you joined us. And uh, we appreciate all of you. We pray for those who listen in on this podcast. And uh, we will join you again next week. You are listening to your apostolic radio. At a church radio.